Thanks for joining me, psychologist Dr. Audrey Sang, for Retrain Your Brain. Retrain Your Brain is a 10-minute self-improvement podcast giving you my most effective, practical personal development tips from my work as a coach, trainer, and psychometric profiler. Season 4 is a relationship special. Sticking to the subject of relationships, I wanted to look at Borderline Personality Disorder, or BPD. Now, this is called borderline probably a little unfairly because it used to be seen as the borderline between neurotic behavior and psychotic behavior. In other words, the idea is there's likely to be some kind of functioning of the brain which makes the person suffering with BPD not be able to trust their symptoms, their experiences and their feelings. And this takes the psychotic approach in the sense that um, they may be absolutely adamant that somebody's going to leave them despite you telling them otherwise. But that's not just a form of insecurity. That is because their brain is functioning in such a way that that is truly their belief. So with that in mind, some of the symptoms of borderline personality disorder do include feeling extremely worried about people abandoning you, which may lead you into doing anything to stop that happening. You may have very intense emotions. These can last from a few hours to a few days and they can change very quickly from feeling very happy to very sad, extremely sad. You may not have a strong sense of who you are because you may actually change your emotions and what you say depending on who you're with. And this can make it very hard to form stable relationships because you might have said one thing when you were with one person and then suddenly change your mind because you've been with another person um, or spent time with another person and suddenly the first person doesn't understand what's gone on. You may also act very impulsively. You may have suicidal thoughts or self-harming behaviour. And this is largely because you often feel very empty, lonely and misunderstood. You can also struggle to control your anger. And this also may lead to feeling paranoid, worrying that you've upset lots of people, even having psychotic experiences or just simply feeling numb. The symptoms of borderline personality disorder are very unpleasant for the person experiencing it. And of course, because they relate to how that person then behaves, they can have huge effects on those around them as well. It is important when it comes to BPD that the person gets professional help. That is true of anyone with any disorder on the psychotic side of the neurotic psychotic uh, distinction. And this is because the behaviours that they are exhibiting, they absolutely may not be in control of. And sometimes it is the professional who will teach them ways of managing it and teach you ways of being able to deal with it and support them as well. No one really knows why people develop BPD, but research has shown that more women than men are diagnosed with it, but it can affect all genders and all backgrounds. There is evidence that somebody with BPD might have had a difficult childhood or teenage experiences. And this can be because if they've lived in chronic fear or distress, for example, they have family instability, they live with an alcoholic parent or they've suffered abuse in some way. Those experiences may result in them developing certain strategies for coping, such as if a parent is very dominant, the child at the time may think, well, if I just take responsibility, if I just take blame for everything, if I change my feelings, even though they're not authentic to me, and I change my behaviours accordingly, I can 
get away with not being in trouble. And of course, when you're a child, that's quite a key motivation. Unfortunately, as that person grows up, when it comes to forming relationships with other people, they may find it very hard to make a decision because they've always deferred to the dominant parent. Or they may think everything is their fault because that is how they've learned to behave with that parent. And this can relate to the partner responding with things such as, well, it doesn't all revolve around you or make a decision for goodness sake. And although they can be said in anger, this doesn't help the person who is experiencing this confusion. Genetic factors can play a part, but again, with any form of disorder, it's not necessarily that there is a gene for BPD or a gene for depression or a gene for anxiety, but what there can be is a tendency, the way that we are made up, the the way our physiology works, there can be a tendency for impulsive behavior. There can be a tendency to lose our temper. And also our own personality our ability to manage stress, whether we've even learned to do it as a child, those things can affect and sometimes result in someone presenting with borderline behaviours and symptoms, but not actually necessarily have the disorder. Therefore, it's always important to see a professional, if nothing else, just to get that firm diagnosis. There are a number of treatments available for BPD. It usually involves some form of talking therapy, but I would always suggest dialectic behaviour therapy, which was created by Linehan in order to support BPD specifically, is one of the best ones available. Because what that does, and actually many of the tools can work for general management of emotions, but it allows you to take ownership of your feelings, but also find ways of being able to manage them. It's very empowering. It's a very good way of recognizing your triggers and taking steps which you have created, you've decided on, which makes them much more effective in order to manage those emotions that come from the triggers. Other therapies do include things like CBT, cognitive behavior therapy, uh, and other therapies such as arts therapy or psychodynamic therapy. And it is worth looking on the NHS website in order to find out more information. Because there is no specific gene or no specific physiology that relates to BPD, there is no specific drug which has been licensed to treat it. But what you might find is other types of medication, perhaps those to manage depression or anxiety, can sometimes help. Always remember, if you have been prescribed a drug and it doesn't agree with you, you are allowed to go back and explain this and request a different drug. It is worth understanding how the person with BPD thinks. They may think that friends or partners will leave them forever if they get angry or upset, which does result in them lashing out if someone's angry with them. They may feel that no one understands them or that no one will ever be able to understand them, which means that they are likely to struggle to trust people. They may be very afraid of someone doing something to hurt them, which can affect their ability to be close because they might want to be very, very close, but then start worrying that you might leave. It might also be that they think the world is a very scary and dangerous place. So they end relationships very quickly because they worry that the person will leave them. And often they engage in a process of splitting. In other words, things are very black and white, everyone or no one, all or nothing, that is splitting behaviour. 
what can help you is listen out for splitting language. When people say everybody hates me or all the people are against me or something like that, that is an indicator of this very black and white thinking. Now, it is worth knowing that somebody with BPD can help themselves. They can talk to friends and family and explain what's going on. Having a crisis pack, knowing who to get help from in a crisis can also be really important. That is something that's taught in DBT, in dialectic behaviour therapy. Having online support can also help, but be very careful with which forums you reach out to. Keeping a mood diary, this is also a DBT technique because this helps you identify things or situations that can trigger that change in mood. Also, physical things, getting enough sleep, exercising regularly, having a healthy diet, that can all contribute to feeling better about oneself in general. Friends and family, listen to what those triggers are or if somebody is trying to explain what happens to them and what you can best do to help. Think about how you can help keep them safe. Work with them in order to manage an attack or a feeling of overwhelming emotion. Learn about BPD and help to challenge some of the stigmas out there. Stigma is sometimes exacerbated by the way certain behaviours or disorders are portrayed in the media. Get them to seek help or treatment and be there just to seek help with them. You do not need to try and cure anybody, but being there as they go and seek help, because sometimes it can take time, can be one of the best things you can do. Also, take care of yourself, because your mental health is very important as well. And if you are supporting somebody who has such extremes of emotion, your own mental health can be strained. This is meant as a brief overview of BPD, some of the symptoms, some of the things one can do to help themselves, some of the things that friends and family can do. It's also important when it comes to taking drugs that you do know your rights, you do know you can receive the right medication, you do know that you have the right to refuse medication as well. Those things are important. So learn about the disorder, learn about the symptoms and also get that professional diagnosis. And that's all we have time for. But for more practical self-improvement videos and articles, visit my website www.draudreyt.com or check out my work on my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tang.